What's up, everybody across the internet universe? We're back. It's been it's been a hot minute, uh, as the kids would say, but we're here. We're here to talk about some a fun topic tonight. I had to do some research, as suggested by Christian, that we'll uh, we'll get into. Christian, uh, how's it going, man? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's, I'm happy to be back. We took a week off. I did, I don't not really on purpose. Just one of those things where I'm like, okay, it's been a while, but we've got ninety something episodes in the can, so it's amazing. You know, um, is this 97? 96 or seven? Yeah, one of them. Yeah, it's hard to keep up. You know, I always got to go back to the last episode and see what the number was so I can remember what this one is. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's found footage night. It's found footage night. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had to do some research, man. I did. And uh, we'll get into it uh, as we, I mean, we're not doing this as like a ranking or anything like that. It, it's more or less like, obviously, as you guys see by the title, the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, right. I guess, I guess we'll cover that as we get into each. Okay. This is the good. And let's talk about some good ones. And this is the bad, you know, well, I mean, I guess the bad and the ugly would probably be the same thing, but um yeah, man. Anything, uh, anything going on? Any, any uh, life-shattering events? Any, any big news? Not really. Um, I did have a, a, a wreck the other day. Glad yeah. I'm okay. That that sucked. Um, honestly, it's like I got to go on a mini rant. Like, it's like, guys, it's one thing if you. Actually, if, if like if I was to got, have gotten hurt in the crash and I would have been physically in pain in the hospital for something, that would be horrible, right? I'm trying to put myself on the other side of that coin. I literally can't imagine living with myself if I hurt somebody because I wasn't paying attention driving. I have to imagine that is even worse of a pain than being in pain. I don't know how I could do it. So people, please, please. Put your fucking phones down when you're driving. Put your podcasts on. Listen to it. Crank your music. I don't care what you listen to. You could be listening to oral sex noises cranked up to 11 <laughs> on your car. I don't care. Just please, please, please. You have no idea that there are human beings inside of those vehicles, okay? There are lives that have families, and what you do to that one person is going to is gonna affect 50 other people, Okay. Please pay attention. I don't hold any ill will towards the kids that hit me. They were very apologetic, and I get it. They were caught in a bad moment. They weren't paying attention. For, for those that don't know, what happened was I was going on a highway, 
and I needed to turn left. I was going to band practice. There was an 18 wheeler coming the opposite direction. So if you're looking at the road, it's the yellow dots in the middle, right? So it means one side goes this way. One side goes north. The other side goes south or east and west, depending on the geography of the road. And I was turning left. I was at a stop on the on the highway waiting for an 18 wheeler to literally pass me so I can make my turn. And it was crazy because as uh, the truck was 20 feet away from where my left turn was, I happened to look up into my dash. I happened to look up into my my rear view, my rear view, and I saw these kids hauling ass. I literally said, here we go. I knew it was coming. Closed my eyes, took a deep breath. My head fucking whacked the top of the car. My energy drink went everywhere. It was, it was not fun. Uh, but I'm grateful. I'm fine. And that's all I can ask for. So people, please. But I, I, I seriously, I imagine those kids probably had the guy, the kid driving probably feels a lot worse than me right now. I mean, my back is sore and stuff, but that kid probably hasn't slept since that happened. He's probably just like, I can't believe I almost killed somebody because I wasn't paying attention. So I hope it's a wake up call to him, you know? So that's my rant. Just pay attention, people, please. Yes. Pay attention. While you're driving, um, yeah, I don't know. I, do you do you know anybody that that listens to oral sex noises cranked up uh, to eleven while they're driving? I... You know what, dude? It's a big it's a big world we live in. Mm, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> a, it is. It's a big world we live in. You know, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, uh, I mean, I mean, obviously, you you texted me, and you you were, I was like, oh well, you know, that sucks. Uh, yeah, man, it's the same way, you know, while we're on the topic really quick, I got a bone to pick with some of the people that have this thought that I can drive drunk. I, I know how. I've done it many times. Like, you know, I'm I'm the quote unquote designated drunk driver, that kind of stuff. No. Pay attention while you drive. Don't drive under the influence. We didn't. We're not trying to turn this into a uh, dare episode or or anything like that. We're not the feds, um, but yeah, you know, you could you could greatly impact other people's lives. So don't be a selfish dick. I yeah. guess you know. Um, the the other thing I wanted to bring up, and I'm usually not one for other people's tea, but the fact of the matter is, this is very public on the internet. That uh that Halloween podcast they had some kind of crazy shit go on that you know I, yeah. I think if people don't if people don't know about it they might want to know about it I mean it, it was some crazy shit and again this is public mm -hmm. we're not digging anything up that's private so no, want to break yeah. that down because you know more about it than me so long story short guys bloody disgusting one of their flagship podcasts is uh, Halloweenies and uh, as you guys know uh, months back Christian and I had told you guys that we were going to try to get in touch with them because we thought it'd be cool to maybe have some of them on here or us go on there or whatever like that'd be really cool and I was actually in touch with uh, one of the co-hosts Mike Vanderbilt um, who actually happens to be at the center of all of this he's a bartender in Chicago the south side of Chicago I guess and uh, some things came to light. I guess some women made claims that, you know, when they were and again, like Christian said, this is public. We're not. These are things that were alleged. And I'm just saying allegedly. Um, and for anybody who listens to the podcast, if you don't know what happened, um, I guess, you know, allegedly some women. Well, some women said allegedly at times when they were drunk and they, or they couldn't get a ride home from the bar or whatever. He would let people come to his house and then try to assault them in the middle of the night and uh 
finally one woman went to Facebook and she basically told the story and then that prompted other women to come forward and uh, he's no longer on the podcast. And I would assume there's going to be a little bit of a shake up there. And I just say to all of that, um, you know, good for her, the first person that came forward and, and wanted to, you know, speak her truth before other people did. And uh, yeah, I mean, you probably, you, you probably shouldn't be engaging in that kind of behavior. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's what happened there. If any of you did, guys didn't know. Did the, did the other people make a statement or did bloody disgusting make a statement? No, just ha- Halloween. He's literally just put out a tweet and said, Mike Vanderbilt will no longer be a part of the Halloween Halloweenies podcast. And that was it. And then they turned off replies on it. Um, so the reason I found out what happened was because people were quote tweeting it because they couldn't reply and they were quote tweeting it and putting the link to the Facebook post in there from the woman that oh, uh, wow. came out and like told her story. And, uh, then she also gave like an updated post and was like, since I've said something, you know, multiple women have come forward and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, man, uh, yeah, that's shit's fucking nasty. Bro. You women speak up, please speak up. Women don't, don't put up with none of this bullshit. No men, women, whoever you are, if, if, if you're a victim of, of anything like that harassment, assault, uh, and you feel like there's nobody in your corner, I'm sure you can find somebody online that, We'll keep your story, you know, between the two of you, if, if you want it to. I, I know there are crisis hotlines. I know that we all have at least a friend or a family member. Like, always, always speak up. Don't be afraid. Uh, I know it's easier said than done, but coming from somebody that comes, you know, from a, a background of, of experiencing those kind of things in my life and with my family, I, I can tell you from experience, there is literally always an avenue out there and you don't have to be afraid of these people because they you know they can say like oh if you tell anyone i'll do this or that what are you gonna do behind bars you know um so oh yeah speak up yeah i gotta get get these goddamn creeps out of here man allegedly like i said we don't know what's what but allegedly supposedly you know Mm -hmm. yeah we ain't trying to get sued no no um any other business what's going on with you before we get going uh you know mowed my yard um, <clears throat> wa- uh, watched a couple found footage maybe just the past few days that I hadn't seen. Um, nice. I I decided I was getting feedback on my last uh, my last upload uh, last week about um, horror sequels, particularly mm-hmm. number twos that I felt were better than the original. People wanted more, so I posted mm-hmm. another one tonight, and people were like, "You should keep doing this." So I think I'm going to do stuff like that. You know, maybe a series of. Sequels I find better, remakes I find better, you know, stuff like that. I think that's really cool. People seem to like that. Uh, I'm sure you you probably haven't gotten around to it yet, but I think you'll like this one. I I put some in there that I know you agree with, one of them being Phantasm 2. I can't believe I didn't put that on my first one. But, again, it's not a list. It's not like a top ten, you know. No, it's just ten that I think are better. So Good deal. Good deal, yeah. Um, are Are there any more CHH? gifts or memes in there in this one not in this one no because any one that i mentioned uh i i'm i'm pretty sure you probably agree with most of them man like now that like I, now that i'm thinking about it there was none that when i said it i was like oh christian would give me pushback on this no i i know I, I don't think so uh I, it is funny though did you hear about the first test screening for exorcist believer yeah. people are throwing fucking tomatoes at the screen yeah, I just want to say really quick to that because I did talk to somebody who attended the the screening, and I'm not I'm not going to give like details and stuff like that. But 
it's it's vastly overblown like what you're seeing online like websites are, are writing these articles that are making it sound like everybody was like boo fuck this turd no no it, people weren't saying it was bad people were saying it's not scary enough and it's too long that's that's the big complaint like but he did tell me and it pretty much and you can see these websites talk about it too um there's apparently one jump scare in the movie that got like everyone that everyone agrees is like a great jump scare. Um, but yeah, the general sentiment is that it's not scary enough and it's too long. So I would assume reshoots are about to take place. Jesus Christ, dude. I'm even more, I'm even more uh, anxious to see this thing now. I'll tell you what, man, I, I did see a tweet earlier that was kind of interesting to me, although I don't agree on a surface level. I do. I do want to see more Exorcist movies. I, I just I'm a sucker for tubular bells, and I want to see it on the big screen. So whatever, sue me. But um, mm -hmm. somebody made a tweet that was like, I didn't have a problem with Blumhouse touching Halloween, but The Exorcist is just. It just seems like you're going to fail no matter what. And he explained it further in a follow up tweet, and he was like, The Exorcist was a phenomenon for its time that literally brought together filmmaker and a writer that were like diametrically opposed and put this i mean initially like uh, ideology wise i guess and put it was just a phenomenon it was lightning in a bottle like you couldn't mm -hmm. you're just never going to replicate it and although exorcist 3 is great it's great for being a very different movie you know it's not it doesn't try to be the exorcist so if you're trying to make this a follow-up to the exorcist I do agree that on, you know, at face value, you probably go, that's, I don't know. It just seems like that's, it's just not going to work. And uh, I'm excited for it. I hope it's good. I know it's not going to touch the heights of the original or three probably for that matter, but I, I hope it's good. I hope they do some reshoots, make it a little scarier, make it a little shorter. It doesn't need to be like two and a half hours long, especially because this is a trilogy, but yeah. See, for, for me, I think if you're going to really redo The Exorcist, scary isn't good enough i think you really have to really fuck with people's emotions like really really fuck with their emotions make them think that god is nothing he's completely powerless to the devil we're all fucked we're all alone i think the movie needs if you're gonna do it that's that would be the first thing i would say to david gordon green and them unless you make me question everything about my existence on this planet don't even bother that's, yeah, well, that's I mean, literally what I would say to them. You know, you know I mean, I, you know, and I know you agree, we both prefer House of a Thousand Corpses, but one of the things that sticks out to me about Devil's Rejects is that feeling. You're watching these people get brutalized by this trio of people, and they're almost like laughing in God's face, basically. Like, like Otis says, I'm here to do the devil's work, and like, no one's stopping them. Like, they just keep getting away with these heinous things. And it makes you, as someone, if you are a person of faith, even mildly, you watch that and you're like, and we deal with this in real life with, with shootings and, and all these things that happen in this country all the time. You're just like, it makes you question sometimes, like, how can this shit happen? Like, how can this shit be allowed to happen? So, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, make a movie like that. Like, you know, it, w w basically like, where is your God now type right. stuff? Yeah. I, I Look, I haven't seen the movie, obviously. If I was a betting man, okay, if I was a betting man, I think unless you resurrect William Peter Blatty from the grave, this is not going to, this is not going to be a great movie. I, I just don't think so. I'd love to be wrong, Nick. 
I'm usually really optimistic, but like everybody else is saying, this is the fucking exorcist. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You know what it, I mean, I, as much as I love Halloween, this it, is a different it animal. Just, it doesn't compare. Yeah. The extra, everybody knows the exorcist. Everybody. That was the possession movie. Every possession movie since then has wanted to be the exorcist and none of them are. Like right. it's it's yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Dude, it's gonna be. It's, I'm so fucking anxious to see it. I guess you could say excited because it's literally like like a blind date. What the fuck is she gonna look like? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it feels. I like. will say the one thing that makes me not like it. It doesn't. I'm glad I'm not hearing out of it. It's a piece of shit. It's garbage. It's terribly made. It's terribly written and acted. No, no. You're just hearing like, well, it's not scaring me, and it's too fucking long. Like. Okay, but that doesn't mean it's a piece of shit. Like, you might walk away from the movie and be like, totally unnecessary, but not awful. And there's plenty right. of movies like that. So, you know. I will see, man. We'll, we'll, whatever happens, guys, I'm sure we'll keep you up to date on it. Uh, <laughs> that's the latest. On the yeah, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think about Beetlejuice 2 finally moving forward? Uh, a lot of people are kind of like over Jenna Ortega already, but I'm, I'm still down with her being in that movie. Yeah. I like Jenna. I don't know. I like her. I think she's I just, got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't believe it took this long to make a sequel. I mean, I just genuinely, and it's, it's not one of those movies that there are movies where you go, that movie doesn't need a sequel. Beetlejuice. There's a lot of lore there. There's a lot you could tap into. I would have loved to see more movies out of there. Michael Keaton's great in the role. I don't know why we never got more. I mean, Tim Burton, I get it. He busy guy likes to do a lot of different things, but, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think it's cool. It it is. I know. I'm sure you saw. I saw you liked Piz's uh, post on Instagram. I was actually talking to somebody about this earlier today. That's a little in the know. That's the holdup for Scream Seven. Is uh, it's not even really Radio Silence anymore. It's Jenna Ortega. Uh, mm -hmm. She's in really high demand, and right. she's busy like the rest of this year. And apparently, Paramount wants to start shooting by October, and her schedule does not look like it's going to allow it. So they're having to decide. What do we do? Do we put her, you reduce her to a bit role? Um, and, you know, so we only need her for a day or two of shooting or something like that. Or do we just move on without her? I do not think you can move on without her entirely. You can't. She's, she's been one of the main characters in the last two movies. You, you literally can't just go, yeah, you know, she went off to uh, who, wherever the fuck. Like, no, you, you can't do that. Uh, you can't. I mean, I agree. I think they're going to, I really think they're going to wait, but I don't know. They moved on without, uh, what's your face. So never say never, I guess, but I think they're going to wait. I think they're going to be like, okay, let's see what we can do with her. I think this is actually for the best, honestly, because I think it's going to, if forcing Paramount to wait and you and I both know Paramount, they, they want to pump sequels out when they're making money. That's, that's right. what they love to do, but right. forcing Paramount to wait maybe a year to go into production will probably allow them to get Radio Silence back too. And that'll be cool, you know, to keep the team together. I, you know, I really liked the last movie a lot. So why fuck with a good thing? If you got to wait a year, wait a year. I mean, who cares? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I think they'll wait for sure. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, you got to imagine she had a, a uh, she had something to do with the success of six she's i mean at least at least like you can't just be like oh well she doesn't have anything to do i think that's ignorant i mean she's the biggest star in the movie in terms of actual real life she's the biggest star and of the all those of the cast so yeah. you know 
Yeah, the fact that this one made like 30 some odd million more than the last one, that's not the rule of sequels, horror right, sequels at least, guys. So, you know, it, her star power definitely has something to do with that. For sure. For sure. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. What are we, uh, well, I mean, I guess we can just tee it off right away, guys. You know, you read the title. We uh, Christian made a post the other day about what we were doing. We were shooting ideas back and forth. Um, because Christian was like, do you have any ideas? And I'm like, I thought you'd never ask. Uh, I mean, I'm kidding, obviously, but um, excuse me. I got, a, you know, I got a bunch of ideas of things we haven't done. And I was listing stuff off and shout out to Rudy. He was giving me some ideas too, as a listener, somebody that, you know, things they'd like to see and hear. And uh, I, Christian immediately gravitated toward the uh, found footage idea. And I don't know why we'd never done it because I know you're kind of a shill for found footage. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I know you like a lot of found footage. And, and Not I, a shill. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of found footage too. So I was like, how have we never done this? Like, I don't know. Well, where do you think you want to start? Because it's a lot. Good. The good. Let's start with the good. Okay. Start with the good. Um, some recent stuff that comes to mind that I'm I'm down with. Um, there's two movies that are good, not great. We can say what we think maybe the greatest are after this. Two movies I really like are The Taking of Deborah Logan mm -hmm. and The Visit. Damn Night Shyamalan movie. I like both of those movies too. Uh, I will say I saw a tweet going around the other day that was like, uh, it said something to the effect of like words can't uh, express what I felt in this moment. And it's from the taking of Deborah Logan where that chick's like eaten. Yeah. That shit was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I actually, I watched that. Um, it was funny uh, years ago. I was hanging out with a girl and, and she came over and I was like, well, you know, what do you want to do? And she's like, I want to show you this movie. Uh, it, and I think it was on Netflix at the time. And I can't remember. And it was, cause that's probably exactly when I saw it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, Netflix. I was living. Yeah. It was about seven years, seven, eight years ago. And, uh, 2015, 2016 ish. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, that's when I saw she was it. like, she's like, it's really fucking freaky. And I was like, okay, whatever. We're probably not going to watch it anyway. No, I ended up watching it cause I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that movie's good. The visit, the visit is a good sham, a good recent Shyamalan. I mean, you've been watching Shyamalan, his newest ones. I haven't. I still haven't seen Old or Knock at the Cabin. You said they're both pretty bad, um, but the visit I do like. I do, especially when you get the reveal with all the dirty diapers and stuff. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Disgusting. Mm -hmm. I think the grandma is a star of that movie. She's freaky as hell. I don't know. I really get sucked into found footage to a fault. And this is my problem. And I have no problem admitting it. I really, 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 really get lost in them. I, I do. And I believe it. Like, it's like wrestling to me, right? Like, when you just want, you like it so much, you truly want to believe, you know, WCW versus like the NWO is real or, you know, Stone, Stone Cold versus McMahon. Like, they really hate each other. And I get sucked into found footage like that so bad. And that grandma, man, she, I, she had me hook, line, and sinker in that movie. And when you see her crawling, I think it's like, well, maybe the second or first, first or second night. I can't remember which night it was when they're sleeping in bed. And you hear the broad, like, like making all these noises downstairs. And the kid opens the door and has the camera going down. And then you see her crawl come back and come up the stairs right to the door <gasps> and he shuts the door. That shit freaked me the fuck out the first yep. time I saw it. And I don't know. I will. 
there's part of me that feels like I'm totally on an island where a lot of people are just being badasses and saying, oh, that shit didn't bother me. I don't know how that shit can't bother you. Or when she's under the crawl space in the front of the house and they're playing like, I don't know, like tag under there. And they're crawling yeah. under oh, there. dude, yes. That shit freaks me out, man. No, and I look it. I, I I feel like I feel like scares in in found footage movies are are honestly way more effective because you as the viewer live vicariously through them, and it just seems less obviously Hollywood and less manufactured. So like, yeah, those scares. I mean, uh, while we're talking about it, let's just get right into one that I just watched recently. I know you saw what I thought of it. I didn't get in depth with you. Hell House LLC. I thought I had seen it. Um, I think maybe I've seen one of the other one of the sequels because I had not seen this movie um, and I, I liked it. I enjoyed it, honestly, though. And I want to hear you talk about it because I know you you said you're a pretty big fan of it. I was liking it a lot. Like this was like a four star, four and a half star movie for me until the third act. And I just felt like it, it did not. It didn't deliver for me, man. Like it really did not The shit that's really good in that movie. And I mean, really good is the buildup. Like the scenes of like, you see something walking through the hallway at night while the dude's doing his video diary on the fucking cam- the camera. And you're like, what the fuck was that thing? Or you, you get the moment where the dude's in the hallway with the strobe lights and you start to see them like coming towards him. And he's like, what you like? You guys are fucking with me. Like that type of stuff. I was, I'm watching this during the daytime, mind you. And I'm like, this is pretty effective. Like, this is pretty creepy. And then the end was just like, I, I also felt it was kind of rushed. Like the third act was like very like bang, bang. Like as soon as the people come into the house, a couple people die or, you know, shit goes haywire. And then we pick up in present day with the other chick. But I mean, right. I don't know. What what are your thoughts? I I hear you on the ending. But to me, it's like you were saying, it's so good. To me, it's so fucking scary that I forgive the ending just being subpar. Because the moment where you hear my, my favorite kind of found footage, I should say, is faux documentary. That like that's my that's my my favorite kind of stuff. So when they're interviewing the guy in the beginning, this is my favorite moment of the film, as cheesy as it is. When God, I want to watch this movie again now. There's a moment where and I have a funny story about Hell House LLC. I want to tell the moment where they're interviewing the photographer the newspaper photography guy. And he says he was going through the house, taking pictures after the fact, right? This is after everything's going down. And he says, and I opened up that door and I snapped a few shots and I looked at it and he's like, I've been to a lot of places, seen some scary shit. There was no way I was going down those stairs. That shit. Mm-hmm. Ask my wife, the hair, she saw the hair on the back of my neck stand up when he said that. Cause I get so sucked into that stuff and I love it. But what's really great about Hell House LLC is that really quaint little piano piece. It's not, it's not really a sound. Oh, yeah. Track. Hector it, with Hector. Yeah. Dude, that little piano piece. Dun, 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 it's so creepy. All right. There's, there's two moments in this that truly fucked me hard in the ass. I mean, they really just disturbed me. One of them was when you see the clown standing up yep right mm-hmm. and then the camera goes back and then you look back and then the clown's looking at the camera mm-hmm. that shit terrified me the first time i saw it and then i was like i don't think anything in this movie is going to scare me that bad again i i seriously didn't think anything would until 
the guy's diarying him doing a video diary of himself in his bed at night. Which time though? Where the girl's against the wall or where you see the that one? Yeah. When when he finally lifts the covers up for the third time and the let me see if I can do it. She's got <laughs> those white eyes. Oh mm. my god. When he lifts up the blanket the second time and where she initially looks at him and starts to move just to let that little bit. Yeah. That's the moment where I, I, I just fucking lost it. That was even scarier than when she's close up with the eyes. But when she initially finally turns and looks and you see her move and the blanket goes back up, those are two of the scariest found footage moments I think I've ever seen. Ever. Dude, I yeah. love Hell House LLC. I mean, the ending is is the weakest part, but to me, I can forgive it. I really well, can. Yeah, you know I, I got to No, yeah. And I got to say, I, I think that the uh, that's some of the best acting I've seen in a found footage movie. Like, and I, and I mean that I didn't recognize any of those people at all. And right. I'll tell you what, I was like, damn, they, they really sold me. Like they really did. I really liked the actors. I really liked Phil, the cameraman. I, you know, I, I did not like his fate. Um, I haven't, you know, it, maybe I have seen one of the sequels. Maybe that's what I was thinking of, but I really can't remember. How are they? I mean, have you seen both? I've seen, yeah, I've seen both. And it would be weird if you did because they're all legitimately a three-part story. Like, they actually made a story out of the three of them. Uh, two is good. Three is okay. Uh, two has some good clown moments, but the be- unequivocally, part one is the best. It's, it's not even a question to me. Part one is absolutely the best out of the three. Isn't that but a they- cool idea, too? It is a cool idea. And it's it's really cool that they actually tell a genuine story. Yeah. And the ending is bizarre. I don't want to say it out loud, but they tell a legitimate story. Um, two has some pretty good, pretty damn good moment, some damn pretty good moments in it. But um, I wanted to say this is the creepiest, weirdest shit that happened. The singer from my old punk band was in a horror, and he said, "Christian, you got to check out this found footage movie I found. It's called Hell House, and it's really good." And I was just like, "Uh," and he's like, "No, seriously, watch it." Because, like, some people, you just, even if you like them, you don't always trust their recommendation because you kind of know what their taste is. Yeah. So I remember when he told me, I was just kind of like, eh, okay. And he was like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? I was like, no, I didn't watch it. He goes, fucking watch it. Like, I'll here's $5. He gave me a $5 bill. Rent it from Amazon because I remember he rented it for a few bucks. I don't even think it was Prime or anything. He's just, just here's, rent the goddamn movie. So I did. I rented it and I, I, I loved it. And it was Christmas time. Uh, it was like late November, early December. And this was the most bizarre coincidental thing in the world. I never talked about this on my YouTube channel at this point either. So it may, I, I remember for a second, I convinced myself somebody who I bought this from was just watching my YouTube channel, heard me talk about it. And they somehow recognized my name on eBay when I bought something. So for Christmas, I remember I was going to get him the Silent Night, Deadly Night Scream Factory Blu-ray. That's what I was going to get him for Christmas that year, 2017. I go on eBay and I ordered it for him. This is before I was really even like using Amazon for anything. I could have just primed it, but I wasn't using Amazon yet. I ordered the Blu-ray on eBay. It comes into my house and he lived near me. So I was going to bring it to him for his Christmas present. The box felt a little heavy that I, that I got it, that I had it. I I said, let me see what's in here. Cause I was like going to check it. I opened it up. I shit you not. And I have it till this day. It's on my DVD shelf. In that case was the Silent Night, Deadly Night Blu-ray. And as God is my witness, I never said a word about this on my YouTube channel. 
the Hell House LLC DVD was in there. And it freaked me out so much because I remember when as soon as I opened it, I started looking around my fucking house like, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. If I hadn't seen the movie, it would have been like, oh, the guy just threw, threw a DVD at me. But it was actually Hell House. And I literally just watched it and ordered this present for my friend for Christmas. And this guy... Now I realize it's completely coincidental because I messaged a guy on eBay afterwards. He just says, I usually throw in a DVD to people. I remember I hit him up afterwards. I usually just throw in a DVD to people when they order Blu-rays from me. But the fact that it was actually Hell LLC was fucking crazy. And I remember being freaked out because the movie scared the shit out of me first time I saw it. So I'm, I get the DVD. It's like I opened the box at like nine o'clock at night. I'm looking around my fucking house. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Sydney was even like, this is bizarre. Like, how did we get that DVD? So that I'll always remember when I look at that DVD, getting it because I bought my friend a present. And this guy literally just randomly throws in this DVD of this movie I've never heard of and just saw in the, in the box. It's just the craziest thing. I, it, it freaked me out for some reason. But I still got that DVD. And this is before it became like a hit. It really was. I'm not trying to sound cool, but like, dude, nobody, nobody, nobody was talking about Hell House LLC in 2017. Now, because it got on Shutter and people are watching it, that's awesome. It's not like I'm, it's not like I'm, you know, trying to say I'm Mr. Cool, but I just remember I was telling people about it. I remember telling Piz and guys, but they never heard of it. Nobody heard of it. And it had been out since 2000, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe a year or two before that. I don't think, I think the movie takes place in 2009. But I don't think the, but the movie had been out a couple of years, but like, dude, nobody movie, had seen it. It came out in 2013. Well, you go like, even still, like, dude, nobody was talking about this thing. My buddy just happened to just watch it because he's a found footage junkie too. And he was just like, I'm just going to try to find one. So he watched that one too. So I'm glad that it's taken off and it's got a big fan base now. And I, I kind of wonder if I'll ever do another one. The ending's pretty definitive on the third one, but you know, if the demand's there, I think they might do it. But, I love it. It's it's one of my favorite modern day found footage movies now. Yeah, no, it still I creeps it. me out when I watch it too. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I dug it a lot. I really did. I, I was, I mean, man, there's there's been times. I mean, I guess let let's just go back and forth here. Let, let's go back and forth. Let's not stay in one category too long. There's been times where I've sat down to watch a found footage movie and I've been like, why? Um. In the ugly category, we have The Gallows. Uh, I saw that movie in theaters, and I remember walking out of the theater with my buddy Dave, and I looked at him, and I said, that was probably, like, the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, I genuinely think that movie is a piece of shit. Um, and then not in the ugly? Well, no, it's probably in the ugly. Yeah, it's in the ugly. I'm sorry, Christian. Christian was giving me some suggestions, and I watched this movie on Tubi today called hate crime um i yeah i i don't know man um I, I'd, I'd love to hear you talk about it some and what you thought about it because not only is it really tough to watch and i know that's the the point you know the the filmmaker i read a little bit about it he's uh jewish and um you know he wanted to put forth like nightmares that he has living uh sometimes worrying about like the heinous things that could happen to him and his people and and you know that's those atrocities are very real um but to see it played out on screen and so over the top um it, it not only was it unpleasant just because of the subject matter but like 
I felt like the acting was like total doo-doo. The effects were bad. Uh, but that, I mean, there wasn't even really many of them, man. I get it. It's like a low budget and the ending just really left me like you could have at least given one of the characters a hero moment. And I love that they don't give a hero moment. I love it. Yeah. I hate I, I hero guess, moments. I, I love it. When, point. I love it when I love it when movies just say, fuck you audience. I wanted and to I'm, see I'm, those dudes die. I wanted to see them die. Of course you did. I I just, I love finding these movies that completely say fuck you to the audience. I do. I do. And I try to tell everybody to watch these movies. And I love it when they have your reaction because that's the point. That's literally <laughs> the point. Like, I get it. It's not like, it's not like I watch hate crime uh, when I want to, uh, you know, get my fix of just like a fun movie. Dude. I want people to see that there are movies out there like this. That doesn't mean you have to like them, but you do. They're out there and to experience them. Dude, that movie made you feel something. You just said it. That's why I wanted you to see it. It made you feel a type of way. Dude, it's, it's fucked like beyond belief. Like the, some of the things that take place in that movie. And let me just say, I mean, you guys know this. I'm not a fucking prude and I am not a softy when it comes to movies. I will watch, I mean, I'll watch pretty much anything and I get cinema is cinema like it's it's not real and um, it's escapism and it, it's a lot of it is metaphor and symbolism. And it's you know, it's trying to elicit a reaction from you. So you're not going to see me like picketing that uh, hate crime deserves to be banned from the world and never shown again. No. Uh, but my God, dude, I was just like in the first 15 minutes of that movie, there's so much screaming and yelling and, and crying. And, and I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, I'm not even kidding you. I remember sitting there at one point and my face was literally this. I was like, but see, here's, yeah. And here's the truth, dude. Hate crime is there's, there is a sub, 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 sub genre of found footage that does. It's not even whispered about. Honestly, like I'm kind of breaking a rule talking about hate crime. I really am because like I guarantee you, you never even heard of this thing before I mentioned it to you. These, these kinds of movies are not even whispered about. They're like banned. They're yeah, like it was banned like everywhere. I read that on Wikipedia and the filmmaker was pissed because he said it was censorship. And, and I guess in a way it is, but because it's not real. But like, dude, like somebody I guarantee you somebody watching this right now is like, what the fuck is this thing? that they're talking about. And they're going to go I'm, watch it on Tubi and they're going to say, you guys are fucking sick, but I'm not advocating for it. But see, I just, there's these movies exist and I'm educating people and I want them to see it to feel a type of way. I think it's healthy to feel fucking enraged sometimes. And then you can get it out in a positive way, whether it be playing music or running or exercising or lifting weights. Dude, this movie will piss you off. Re and I'm talking and I'm not talking, oh, the effects were bad. I'm talking, make you fucking irate. That's yeah, something it, to me. I'm not right. saying I would ever make a movie like that. But, dude, these movies exist. And guess what? Guess who's talking about them right now on a horror movie podcast? Fucking nobody. We are. We, we are. We are giving a platform. Uh, to hate crime. <laughs> oh, God. Someone's going to clip that. Um, 
Look, uh, yeah, and you're you're right. It el- it elicits the reaction that the filmmaker wants to elicit. It's not the like you said. Uh, yeah, like of course the effects aren't good. The acting isn't very good. But that's not the point. The filmmaker just wanted to wanted you to feel something, and you do feel something. And if you are a person with a heart, um, you you feel enraged and disgusted and a whole lot of things. It is not a movie I'll ever watch again. Um, but I have seen it. Um, it was between that or Mr. Jones, and I chose that. So I love that movie too. We, we you do need to see that still. But you know what? This makes me talk. Want to talk about another movie that has the same kind of effect, which is Megan is missing. Oh, dude, dude, dude. I've seen that movie one time and it is fucked. I mean, you know, I, I, I talked to the director of the movie back in 20. Again, I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Cool. I swear I'm not. My wife will vouch for me because she saw the explosion of this movie on TikTok and everything. And she was like, Christian, remember that movie you saw years ago where literally there wasn't even a review of it up on YouTube yet? I was like, which movie is that? Remember the one about the girl in the barrel? I was like, Megan is missing. She goes, oh, it's all over TikTok. It's like people think it's real. It's people are freaking out. And I was like, oh, so people are finally seeing that thing. Dude, I watched that movie. And here's the thing. I watched that movie late at night one night, scrolling on Netflix. The poster is a ripoff of Paranormal Activity. Except it's a shade of red, right? And Megan is Missing is in the Paranormal Activity font. So I remember seeing the poster for it as I'm scrolling through Netflix. I'm like, oh, this is a found footage movie. Megan is Missing. I like that. That movie, the ending of that movie is fucking crazy. Let's just break it down for the audience. You know, if you haven't seen the movie, you've heard about it. The movie is a PSA for talking to strangers on the internet. Let's just get that out right now that's that's what the movie is about and so before i get too sidetracked i want to say i will tell you this the director i believe he was an asian gentleman or is he's still alive he is a cinematographer and he's worked on a lot of movies he made this movie and i remember i reached out to him after i saw it i just reached out to him on facebook or whatever i forget his name and i said hey man i saw your movie and that was really intense like i was like what what inspired you to make this because i've never seen anything like it this is way before i've even heard of hate crime i don't even know if hate crime had come out yet and he was like it's not a horror movie i remember reading that and i was like i'm thinking myself what are you talking about he goes it's not a horror movie it's a psa and i was like oh that's interesting and then he said the movie is the most intense way for me to tell kids you have no idea who's typing back to you you think you do you don't this is not a horror movie. This is a PSA for parents. And it's like, it's like literally like the most intense, like, uh, what do you call it? Like tough love you can give a kid. Like, could you imagine like as a parent forcing your child to watch this because no. you found them talking to somebody on the internet? Like you had no. a 15 year old daughter and let's say she's legitimately talking to somebody on the internet that you have no fucking clue who this is. And they're talking about meeting up and shit. Like, as a parent, do you say, watch this fucking movie? <laughs> Somebody has. I guarantee you somebody's done it. You know? Yeah. No, I, I saw that movie one time. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not. I don't think I'll ever revisit that movie. It's, it's a good movie. I, I will put that out there. It's an effective movie. I think it is. I do think if you have the stomach for it. Um, 
I do think everybody should see it because it is important. Um, but it's it's tough. Like it's a tough watch. Really is. I mean, what's what's the worst part of it to you? Spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen it, this movie's been out for fucking years. I'm sorry. Yeah, but honestly, dude, I don't I I I kind of don't want I I I want people to see it. I, I want people to see it, but I will say vaguely anything to do with like sexual abuse like that in I just I don't know it, it that shit yeah it, I especially with how heinous it is is like really hard to to stomach like it's just like holy fuck like yeah there's it's a lot guys like if you if you haven't seen it and and you're I'm kind of trying to tiptoe around it because like it's not fun to talk about and I also don't want to ruin it for you I want you guys to see it because I do feel like it's important but yes there. If you have the stomach, be warned. Do not think that Christian and I are telling you this is like paranormal activity. And oh, it's so spooky. Like, you should watch it. No, it'll real. it'll fuck you up. Like, it will fuck you up. Without, without spoiling anything, I'll tell you what the scariest part is for me. You ready? Go for it. I need you to keep your eyes closed and get in this barrel because I don't want you to know where I live. My heart was beating out of my chest the first time I saw that. Beating out of my chest. Yeah, uh, Brooke watched that movie when uh, she was a teenager. Um, And it was funny because when we first got together, we were talking about some like movies that really fucked us up. And she was and I hadn't seen it yet. And uh, she was like, I saw this movie called Megan is Missing. And I watched it by myself. And she was like, it made me like ball my eyes out. It was the it was the hardest movie I've ever watched in my life. Like I'll and. I was like, I have to watch this movie. And she's like, I'm not, I'm not watching that with you. I will never watch that movie again. And I was like, it can't be that bad. And after it was over, like, I, I remember just sitting on my couch and being like, what the fuck? Like there's movies like that. And hate crime is one of those movies too. When it's over that you're just like, which one do you think is worse? Fuck? Megan is missing. I, I think personally. You think so? Yeah. I, I partially because I feel like it, it's a, not, I don't know if realistic, I, I would, yeah, realistic, not saying that hate crime can't happen. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just, I feel like the lengths that they go to in hate crime, some of it's a little over the top where I'm like, could it happen? Yes. But is it super likely to be like this? Maybe not. Um, right. But Megan is missing. Yeah. That can happen to a teenage girl every day in America and does happen. And yeah. Yeah. Uh. Um, I guess we could stay on the good for for now. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. I have, I have another one I can bring up. Uh, my favorite, my all time favorite, um, Ty West film, The Sacrament. Oh. I'm favorite. surprised that's your favorite Ty West. I mean, I I dig it. I, I I don't think he has a bad movie, but it's the only one of his that isn't horror, and I think that's why you like it so much. I mean it. it it is what it is. I can understand you saying it's not horror, but dude, the movie's fucking it's scary shit to me. And the yeah, guy, Jim that Jones Jim type Jones shit. Yeah. Is, uh, I thought that guy was, that old man was great. He's like John Goodman. He is. He has. Yeah. I, I just think the sacraments just, just outstanding. Um, and again, I'm a, this is 
besides this is probably like my second favorite subgenre. Like not slashers. Like everybody loves slashers. Like me, it's just like, yeah, I like them, but favorite subgenre? Absolutely not. I think a great found footage movie is just fucking there's nothing like it. And and it's interesting that found footage is really relegated to just horror. There's no found footage comedy films. No. You know, there's my Although I would, I would, I would love to see The Hangover uh, as as a found footage. I thought to see all the shit they did that night, that would have been hilarious. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. Well, I, yeah. The Sacrament's my favorite movie for him, dude. I think it's, I think it's outstanding. And I, it's, I, I think if if there's if there is a Ty West movie people might not have seen, it would be The Sacrament because it is found footage. It was the only one I hadn't seen. Uh, until a few it. months ago so yeah you're absolutely right if there's one that you haven't seen it's probably the sacrament but i'm pretty sure it's on hulu i think that's where i watched yeah. it um well i mean i'll throw out one that i think is great that at the time that it came out it did not do well at the box office it did not get good reviews and people shat on it and it seems like now i know what you're gonna say all of a sudden people are starting to like it you already know it's as above so below mm-hmm. that movie fucking rules like rules my buddy phil not a big horror guy not a big movie guy at all you guys you know producer phil from you know back when i rebranded my channel um i showed him as above so below when we lived together i was like i just i think you'll like it a lot because it really does make you think it's not like straight up horror i mean it is but it is and it's deeper than that and dude he fucking loved that movie to the point where he was like i was showing it to buddies when they'd come to my house i showed it to my brother like Mm -hmm. he loved it and we still talk about it, like about how great that movie is. And it's like, you know, this whole like philosopher stone shit and like being in like hell and the, the part in that movie that fucked me up more than anything. There's there's two scenes. One, obviously, when they're like looking through like the 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 like opening in the rocks and these people are like chanting or whatever. And then the chick just like fucking turns around and looks at her. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. But the freakiest part in that fucking movie is when they're down in like the lowest layer of fucking hell and you see that thing just fucking like it. it I can't remember. It's like floating or some shit. It's like a fucking face and it like turns and looks at them and they're like, oh, my God. And they freak out and start running from it. Dude, that movie fucking rules like it rules so hard. I love that movie. Yeah, it took me a while to warm up to as of so below, but I'm, I'm on the train now for that for that one. I used to have a vendetta against bigger budgeted Hollywood um, found footage movies. I felt it was counter counterproductive or counterintuitive. I I hear you, but I think in that movie, it makes sense because obviously like, you know, this is, uh, this is a production, you know, like she's, she's going down into the catacombs. Like she wants to have like, you know, she's, she's an intelligent person. She's, you know, probably she's looks like she's, got a really promising career and she wants to get really good footage and, 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 you know, have this be a, a, a documentary, like a high quality type thing. So it makes sense in that movie, but like, yeah, in paranormal activity, if they had like a fucking, you know, $3,000 camera, you'd be like, okay, what the fuck? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, no, dude, I, 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 I love that movie so much. And I just remember like, I think the thing that fucked with me so much about that movie personally was like, wondering how much of that could actually be true you know what i mean like could you go into like hell almost like through for by searching for this thing could you go so far down and just get lost 
I mean, it's not something I ever I would ever want to do. I can tell you that. Oh, dude, fuck you know? no. The, the the claustrophobia alone being down there and and you know especially when it seems like they're like going in not in circles but um it it's very akin to the the descent like right. it really it really makes me feel that way when i watch that movie right yeah that's good yeah i'm on the train now it took me a while um but i think it was just my vendetta against uh big budget stuff like uh that and like you know cloverfield for instance was probably the one i had the biggest vendetta against mm. but i got the 4k of that a while back and um cloverfield or it, as above clover as above just it was cloverfield as above just has a, a blu-ray yeah. um which I, it's funny because i got the 4k for cloverfield i was like why did i buy this but you know because it's a big budget found footage movie like they use nice camera equipment so it actually looks really good on 4k but I like I that actually, movie Cloverfield. I don't love I put it. Ten, I put 10 Cloverfield Lane on my list today as better than the first one. Oh, without question. Oh, yeah. 10 Cloverfield Lane is just fucking amazing. You know, um, I wish that was found footage, quite frankly, if we could talk yeah. about it more. But, um, dude, yeah, John Goodman was uh, – fuck it. I'll just say it. Like, John Goodman was outstanding. And they talk about my hometown in that movie, which is just bizarre to me. If you watch the movie, people can figure it out. They watch I, it. I, yeah, guys, if you haven't seen 10 Cloverfield Lane, dude, you've got to see that fucking movie. That movie is – you don't even need the connection to Cloverfield. Like, just being where they are with John Goodman giving the performance he is is fucking scary enough. And that's what the movie initially was. It was called The Cellar. And then J.J. Abrams' company was obviously behind it, and Abrams and them were basically like, what if we tie this into Cloverfield also? And they are like, okay, screw it. So that's why you get the ending you do, but it didn't even need that. I mean, that movie just with its basic premise is awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah, Fantastic. Oh yeah. But give me a bad one. Give me one that you're like, ah, fuck this. Uh, The house is October built Two and creep Two. I think are both fucking garbage. Uh, I have not seen the house is October built, although I do own it. Uh, First one sent it. First one's good. Yeah, it's it's really fun. House October built. It's it's a really charming premise. It's a group of friends that do haunted house attractions, and they document it, and they basically get part of a thing that they think is an attraction, kind of, but it's not. Uh, but the second one, I can't. I literally can't even talk a shred about it without div- divulging the plot. But it's just really stupid. Um, that's one of my vendettas. Is House October built too? Um, and the first one I say is good. I wouldn't even say the first one is great, but it's charming. It's good. There's a lot of creepy stuff in it, but fun, creepy, not really scare you. Uh, but that's part two is one. I think is just a literal steaming pile of shit. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll give you more. I'll give you no, more. Than no, I know. No, I, I will. I'll steer clear from that. No, I'm saying um, I can give you more that I think are. Oh yeah, shit yeah. Hit too. Like I said, Creep Two. I have no problem saying it. I think Creep One is awesome, and Creep Two literally does not need to exist. The cat's out of the bag. You know this guy's a fucking psychopath, and then Part Two is draggy. Nothing fun happens the way the first one did. I think it's just. I think it's pitiful. I I really don't like Creep Two at all. Love the first one. No point for the second one. I just thought it was trash, which may be unpopular to say because that guy was great. I loved him in Creep, but two was just like, what, what are we doing here? Like the cat's out of the bag. We're literally just making this because people love the first one. They should have done a brand new Creep story, in my opinion, anthology style. They didn't do that. That's how I feel. 
Well, I mean, I, I, you know, we're obviously talking about found footage. I'm curious to find, I've never really picked your brain that much about paranormal activity as a whole. Uh, I know you're a, you know, pretty big fan of the first three. And I, I know that some of them have a soft spot for you, but I think four is garbage. And I think the ghost dimension is garbage. Dude, I, I swear to God, I have a good time with ghost dimension. I do. I like ghost dimension. It's, I think it's way better than four. I, I, I really do. I'm not saying it's the best one by a, by a country mile. I think ghost dimension is way better than four. Four is really lame. There's literally nothing that four does inventive. Nothing. Nada. Besides Xbox connects. But Ghost Dimension, you see this motherfucker throughout the movie. Yeah. Like this figure. And it's just, it's fun. And I <laughs> bet my, I would bet money it'd be the most exhilarating 3D movie. I do. I like the house that it's in. I really don't hate the characters in it. I'm not saying it's on the level of one through three. I don't think Ghost Dimension is trash, though. I really don't. And it well, sucks because, dude, it didn't, it, you know, it was select theaters. It, like, did half the country. I mean, not not literally half the country, but, like, they didn't do 3,000 theaters opening weekend. So I didn't even get to see Ghost Dimension. It literally didn't come to me within, like, a 90-mile radius. So I had to wait for DVD like a chump to see it. Well, I mean, That's I... My I take. I saw it one time. I was not a fan of it, uh, but I, yeah, I mean, I wasn't a fan, but I can tell you. Has it been that, a long time? Oh yeah. It's been because since right I, after it came out. Okay. That's fine. Dude, literally I'm telling you, you need to go back and revisit it again. Don't binge the series. Literally just go back and watch it because time I think has been good to ghost dimension. I do. I do because it there it's, it actually does different stuff. Fun stuff for the for for the, for visuals, maybe not story, whatever. And there's like three different endings. One of them you see like this naked dude's foot at the end. I don't know what that was about, you know. But it was cre- like the camera's like in a basement and it's shaking, and this you hear this foot come into frame. You see it just go right in the front of the camera. But I don't know. I had it because the this came out uh, last year. Yep. The uh, DVD box set. And I remember me and Sydney, we always pick a franchise to do for Halloween. And this, the past year was paranormal activity because of this. And I remember we watched ghost dimension. We were like, that one was, that really wasn't that bad. So I don't know. I like ghost dimension. I, uh, I will. It's great, I'll, but I'm saying I'll, I like it, man. I'll give it another try, but I will say this with 100% certainty. I think four is trash. Um, but one, I do think the marked ones is a little underrated. Oh, I do one hundred percent. People weren't ready for that. No, I take that back. People were burnt out, so they they weren't ready for it because they were burnt out. So they 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 didn't care. They didn't care when that one came out. My favorite thing is is Justin's review. He shredded a ticket. Now he loves it. <laughs> Fucking crawfish. Love you, Justin. Well, but that's I mean, that's the react. But that reaction, Nick, was census back then. A lot of people were just like, uh, but that movie did everything different, different fucking culture, different setting. Uh, the Simon says thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Mark once was a fucking ball and a biscuit. What is your favorite found footage movie? Cannibal Holocaust without question. Okay. Which we can't talk about yet. Can we? 
No, I still we we have to do an episode on it. We promise. I know we do. But um, besides uh, besides that, you want me to give you another one that we can yeah. discuss? Uh, without question, the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like care. It. I don't care. I don't care how cliche it is. I mean, it's part. It's a part of me. Yeah, it's, it's a part it's, of me. You know what I mean? But it's cliche because it's that good and was that groundbreaking. Yeah. So to me, yeah. it's The Exorcist of found footage. Oh, with yeah, you know what I mean. Question. Yeah, like it, that movie. My favorite part of the Blair Witch too. It's not really, it's not really the shit hitting the fan. It's it's the initial moments where they start getting tense, right when they start getting tense. Remember when the guy's having his meltdown, laughing, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Where's the map? I kicked that fucker down the creek." Like he's having that like that heinous laugh. That's when I'm when I'm uneasy when they're mad at each other and they're unraveling. When oh, yeah. shit starts hitting the fan, that's one thing. But it's when you're, you know, you know, you're in trouble, and you, now we can't rely on each other. That's when I feel the anxiety. When I first saw that movie, when I was a kid, my buddies, uh, we rented it and we watched it in their basement at night, and we we were of the belief that it was real. So, like, we, you know, we went into it with that, which a lot of people were. They, you know, uh, I believe. Opening weekend, they polled people. I, I read a story. Over forty percent of people they polled in the audience believed it was real. So right. a lot of people believed it was real. And um, yeah, I still remember the the just the the genuine like body reaction and uh, revulsion I had when you have the scene in the middle of the night when they're hearing stuff outside the tent and you hear these like giggles and these sticks cracking and stuff. And then they just fucking freak out and run out the middle of the woods. And I'm thinking to myself, I would not have gotten out of that tent. I like, I don't give a fuck if there's something out there. You can come in here because I'm not going out in the dark ass woods after hearing that. I'm not doing it. Like, and I just remember when I first saw that, the giggle still just like it's it'll be forever in my brain that little giggle you hear i'm just like oh no dude yeah. no the house was creepy as shit like there's no denying that too and i loved heather was the character's name right the girl mm-hmm. she was great she was so good there's a yeah. really sad there's a really sad story though with that i feel horrible saying this and i hope that it's not like this for every convention that they're at i really don't my first texas frightmare in 2014 the Blair Witch Trio were there. Heather was in the middle table, and to the left and right of her were the two guys. I was—I well, didn't care to get any of their autographs, really, but I was walking past that aisle where the three of them were. Heather had a modest little line, and the two guys, left and right, right, just kind of hands on the table, you know, just standing there. And it was really awkward because the one that kicks the map down the creek, that guy, we made eye contact, and he was just like. And I just went, <laughs> just kind of buried my head down. I felt horrible for those guys, you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they've burned themselves out on the circuit. This was almost 10 fucking years ago, mind you. I can't believe 2013 is almost 10 years ago. But I just remember that being really sad. But naturally, I can understand Heather getting all the attention. I can't. Yeah, well, the, the, the three of them I famously have not really done much acting, like, you know, since – so, I mean, you're being known for, and you know, nowadays, like this generation, what they're after, you know, the Blair Witch Project isn't something a lot of people that are, you know, younger than mid to late 20s have an affection for. 
I mean, it really isn't, which is sad because you, I feel like you could show that to kids nowadays and it would be effective. Like I, I really do. But I, I do think part of the charm of that movie was people wondering if it was real. I really do think that was part of the charm. Yeah, they went the extra mile too because I remember seeing the Sticks and Stones documentary and it was a faux documentary, you know, about mm-hmm. the family members explaining what happened and blah, blah, blah. And they, it's on the laser disc too, which that was one of the last movies to get a laser disc. But in 99 was Blair, which I have that. Um, but it was, you had to really, you had to have been there. It's kind of like, it's kind of like I was explaining to a coworker that's early twenties, the importance of American idiot. And they're like, I don't see what the big deal is. And I said, you really don't understand the cultural significance that American idiot had on the world in 2004. I mean, it really, it, it, it changed the world. That record was so big. Green day can, they will never be able to do that again. That, that, that it changed pop culture literally was a, there are records that happen in, in the music world. Like thriller is one, uh, hysteria is another one. Nirvana's nevermind. There are records that literally change culture. American idiot was one of those records and you will, unless you were there, it's really hard to understand. Thriller's so big. I don't care. <laughs> you just, you, you understand it, but American idiot changed culture. And I think Blair, Witch is the same thing. If you really weren't there, if you weren't alive, because my parents used to say, no, 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 no. I remember as a little kid, I would see the VHS tape and the VHS tape scared that just the cover scared the shit out of me. I remember my mom and dad being like, no, no, we don't, we don't mess around with that real stuff. They said, they said real, I remember it. So that instinctively put like fear in my heart. When you heard the Blair Witch Project, you thought it was real. So you really, I think, I really do think you had to have been there in a sense before you unequivocally knew it wasn't real. It, it was just a different, it was a different era. It was a different time. And um, maybe it's nostalgia goggles that I have because of that. But you know, that's, that that's besides cannibal Holocaust. I have no problem saying my cliche answer is the Blair Witch Project is my favorite. I, I mean, yeah, I honestly would probably go the same. And, and I know I'm, I don't know if I'm in the minority. I guess I'm in the vocal minority because a lot of people don't really sing its praises. But the, the 2016 Blair, which I, I really like too, and that's also found footage. And I, I really like that movie. Um, you know, it's, it's not as good as the Blair Witch Project. It's just a fact. And, and, and there's, was it necessary? No, but like, I did really enjoy that movie. And and I think that it did some things to separate itself enough from the original to be, you know, to be inventive in ways. Like I like the drone stuff. I like how we actually got to see physical manifestations of some things in that movie. Like there was a little bit of uh, questions answered, like um, how, you know, once you stay overnight, the witch basically has you and there's, you know, there's no sense of time you'll you'll walk in circles you you'll never get out like that basically becomes the rule of thumb if you spend the night in those woods you're done like you'll never get out and i thought that was really really cool and creepy and also that shit there was so much unanswered and i remember adam wingard and simon barrett the uh, director and writer of the movie they said on their commentary i don't i don't know if you've ever listened to that commentary but it's pretty it's pretty salty um because they were really proud of the movie and it didn't do super well. I mean, it made its budget back, but it did not do what they thought it was going to. And they literally 
were talking about questions they've been asked during the commentary. And they're like, you'll never get the answer because you guys didn't go see the movie. You know, you know, not enough people went and saw the movie, so you're never going to get these answers. Like, you know, maybe you should have gone and seen the movie. Like, it, it's like there, there's some sour grapes in there uh, on that commentary. But one of those things that I wanted answers to was when that chick cuts her foot and then there's like something burrowed inside of her leg, like growing and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? We're never going to know. Although there is a new Blair Witch movie that's actually going to start filming this summer. They just announced it the other day. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm sure it won't be connected to the, you know, the one that most recently came out. But I do really enjoy that movie. And I felt like it was inventive enough to justify its existence. So I saw that in the theater. I remember going. I was super, 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 super excited because I remember there was a lot of buzz at some kind of film festival or something. It was a surprise trailer. Like there was yeah. this creepy trailer. And at the very end of it, this tree all of a sudden morphed into the, the Blair Witch Cross and yep. people were freaking out. It was called The um, Woods. The, the yeah. Woods. I'm surprised it didn't make money. I, I really am. Um, I didn't know that. I just figured they just, hey, they got it all out in one movie. Uh, I remember there being some cool stuff in that one. I, I remember really liking like what wasn't wasn't some of the kids like crawling through like disgusting like mud holes. Oh, that's in that's front of the, them and stuff. And the, the that's one thing I'll give 2016 <sighs> over me. the original. I I think that the third act of 2016 is is better than the third act of the original. Having said that, though, the original is a far better movie because everything else is better in the original. The build up, the suspense, the it's just it's terrifying like but the third act everybody if anybody complains about the Blair Witch Project they always complain about the ending and the third I act. love the ending I'm staring I, at the corner oh that's, I'm, that's shit. yeah I'm, I'm not against it either but if people have it. complaints they do complain about that but the third act of the 2016 movie is a fucking nightmare dude you get her crawling through those tunnels and there's something behind her and you know it's coming for her and she gets stuck because she's hyperventilating. And I'm like, oh, dude, this is fucked. Like, there's so much about that third act that is just so awesome. Yeah, I got to rewatch that one again. I, I remember I've, I had the Blu-ray. I've seen it a number of times. I never hated it. Never once hated it. I, I'm, 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 I'm sure I was always a fan of it. But it's it's probably been a number of years probably two, three before, before COVID for sure. That I've well, I'm going to tee you up. Cause I know there's going to be one that you want to talk about that we haven't talked about yet. And I, I enjoyed it, but I was not over the moon about it. And you were the one that got me to watch it. And I know you love it. So uh, why don't you talk a little bit about the Poughkeepsie tapes? The Yeah. Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie tapes. Poughkeepsie, you know, Poughkeepsie, New York. Yes. Um, yeah. I've just I never love, been. It's one of my favorite styles that mockumentary, uh, mockumentary, um, again, I, I think it's just, it's cruel. Uh, the found, the camera stuff is like really faux and, and, and worn. And the guy who does the stuff wears those creepy plague doctor masks and crawls into the rooms and puts those white face masks on his victims and hides in the closets. Um, I'm probably guilty of building it up for people cause I, I love it so much, but um, I think it's an extremely important found footage film that was also buried for a number of years. Um, it was buried for a number of years, and it, I don't think it got an official release until Scream Factory put it out. Uh, I saw it before then because I think Sydney, I don't know, torrented it or something when I was wanting to try to see it. And I loved it, but um, 
I don't know. Uh, apparently, you weren't as hot on it. So, uh, and that, you know, it is what it is. But I'm a massive fan of the Gypsy tapes. Okay. I'll tell you the reason why is because from you talking about it and, and Alexis and, you know, you know, people that I know in, in, in this kind of area and, and I, I was getting vibes from how people were talking about it of, you know, the Blair Witch Project of Megan is missing, uh, you know, movies that the first time you see them found footage movies, the first time you see them that really like deeply fucked you up. And I guess maybe it's part of just the fact that we're kind of desensitized to a lot nowadays that like it didn't really mess me up. But I will say the end, like almost the very end when he kills the girl or whatever, I mean, he comes in crawling on his hands and shit and has the mask like that shit was fucking freaky like mm-hmm. that. I remember seeing him coming in the room and I'm at first you're trying to like how is he contorting his body? Like, where's his head? Like you're trying to understand where everything is. And once you get it, you're like, Oh, what the fuck? And it's just so, he's so deliberate with it. And it, it's just, yeah, no, that, that was freaky. Like I, I, I will give you that. Again, my favorite moment of the movie. I get chills when he says it. I, I am such a sucker for the faux documentary stuff when they're interviewing the detective and he goes, now when this movie gets released, we know he can't help himself. He's going to be in one of those theaters and we're going to be watching for him. I'm also convinced that the Poughkeepsie tapes killer was in that, uh, this investigative class. He was in that class. I'm convinced of it. He was in that class. I think it might even been that guy that was answering the questions really good. There was a guy that was answering the questions well in the class to the teacher. The killer was in that classroom. I can't remember the ending. Is it resolved? Did they find him? Of course not. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. We know he's going to be in the theater. And we're going to be. He can't help himself. Kind of like the BTK. He can't help himself. And we're going to be watching him. Yeah. So I love it. I, I, I mean, again, dude, I saw this movie again seven, eight years ago. This movie came out in like 2007, but it got buried. Like, dude, no, like, it got the company that produced, like, was going to put it out, saw the final cut, and they're like, we can't fucking release this. Are you kidding me? Like, do you got to think, like, dude, at that time, no. But I, I think it's really important. I think it's a legendary, legendary found footage movie. I do. I love it. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm not, you know, I'm not poop, poop, I'm not poo pooing it. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Trying to think of some other ones we haven't talked about. I think we've hit a lot of the big, you know. I, I got more I can name. Like one of my all-time favorites. I don't know if I don't know if you've seen this. If not, go out of your way to watch. Um, son of a bitch! I just had it. Uh, Grave Encounters. Have you oh, seen yeah. Grave Encounters? Yes, yes, I have. I've seen uh, one and two. Yeah, yeah. Two, two is actually not horrible, but one is where the magic's at. Yeah, no, one. I watched that in the middle of the night by myself years ago. That that was freaky. Yeah, you know what the best part is too. The best part to me is when they finally decide we've got to bust the fucking door down. It's six a.m. We've got to mm-hmm. bust the door down, and they finally get it open. And it's instead of it being outside, it's the dark hallway. I was like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. It gets a little silly when he's eating the rat at the end, right? Like, but 
dude, that movie takes you for a ride. Is it? Aren't Mike and Jay from We Watched a Movie and Grave Encounters too? Yeah, because there's a there's like a YouTube thing that they used for a bunch of people reviewing the movie, uh-huh. and they took little snippets. Because I remember Cool Duder is in it when he was big and fat. You know, I remember that. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Mike and Jay were in it as well. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they've talked about how they were they were in it, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. They're good movies. I like I, two's not bad, but like again, all the magic is clearly in one. Um, uh, of course, I would love to talk about VHS specifically. VHS two. Yes. Have you seen all of them? Ninety four and ninety nine. I I saw. I started watching ninety four, but I I haven't finished it. Um, I, I believe I'm watching that on Shutter. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's on Shutter. Yeah. Um. But shutter, v- shutter, ninety four and ninety nine are shutter exclusives. Yes, yeah. Uh, VHS. I enjoy the first one. Uh, I don't think all the segments are super strong, but I think overall it's pretty good. VHS two was another one I put on my list of my video today. I think is hands down the the best one. Um, I think every segment in VHS two is great, especially. I know a lot of people really love Safe Haven and stuff. Nah, dude, mine is the fucking Alien one. That one fucked me up. Remind me, because I'm so invested in the cult at the end. Remind me about the alien one, because I remember yeah, the zombie it's one like was a, really fun. It's like a, I, you know, uh, I think it's an older sister watching her younger brother and his friend or whatever, and her boyfriend comes over, and you know, shit goes down, the power goes out or whatever, and the boyfriend grabs her dad's like shotgun and gets attacked in the hallway, and then the it, it's all with the camera on top of the dog, like throughout the entire sequence. <sighs> And they like yeah. go out to the barn and like they yeah, they get fucking abducted and shit. Like yeah, dude, that shit fucked me up. Like that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I love that one. VHS viral is a fucking dog turd. I think that movie sucks. Um. There's just no passion there at all. I really do. Th- and I it's crazy because VHS too. I remember when that came out. A lot of people were talking about that movie. A lot of people agreed it was really good. Right. You would think there'd be more money and more care behind a sequel to that movie. And there just wasn't. Uh, and it showed it. I think that movie's a turd, but so far what I've seen of 94, although I haven't finished it, I, I, I do like it. It is definitely a step up from viral. And uh, I don't know anything about 99. I like 99. I, I think it's the same as 94. There are some good segments and other, and some not good segments. Uh, 94 has a pretty weak ending. I don't like it. But did you see the funeral one in '94? Um, I guess not. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't fucking know. I don't even know how far I got into it. It's literally like on my shutter that I need to just continue watching. I was watching it. My son woke up from a nap, so and didn't. that's cool. I'll, I'll 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 save it. But the the funeral segment, it's the middle segment in VHS '94. I think is the best one, far and away the best one. What's your favorite VHS movie? Is it two? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody not saying that is uh, on cocaine, meth, crack. Although I will say though that the the one segment in the first movie, the "I like you" one, that one is pretty good. I did not see that shit coming. Yeah, it was good. Um, what about the movie Host? That was a big deal during the pandemic too. The people that made uh, the uh, seance horror. Yep. You know, yeah. It, it, I mean, I was—I don't know. I—I was—I wasn't huge on it. 
And, and I, I feel like I'm, I was literally messaging somebody about this the other day. Cause we were talking about found footage. Cause they knew we were doing this topic. And I said, for me, I, I either love a found footage movie or I can just like totally do without it. And if I love one, I'm going to talk about it. But like, right. I do feel like there's a lot. I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? I think I thought it was good. I, I thought it was good. I like that. It was an hour. Um, yeah, that is nice. Yes. Um, it was just a great time waster. Uh, it had some fun jump scares, but it's not a movie. You really just rewatch that often because it's kind of like the cats out of the bag after you see it, uh, which is this for, for a found footage movie to have rewatch value is really difficult. I think that doesn't mean that I think the movie is bad. If I just see it once, I'm like, well, I can't watch that again. Like, like for instance, the village, I think the village is still creepy to me, even, even though I know what, what's what, um, a movie pisses me off now. Not the village. What am I saying? I'm talking about the visit. Uh, the visit. Yeah. Not the village. Um, but there are there. I, I don't think host is one I would rewatch. Why? But like a movie that I think has really fun rewatch value, even though I can't explain it, is Dark Web. I can rewatch that one once a year. Unfriended. Uh, yeah, Unfriended and Unfriend, both of them. Unfriended and and Unfriended Dark Web, which I think I like Dark Web more than the first one. <laughs> To be dark, honest with you, Dark Web was dark interesting, Web. man, because it, it like it wasn't horror so much anymore. Like it, it was more real world shit, which I thought was cool. Like I really did think that was cool because, like you said, like with Unfriended, like do we really want to do the same thing over again? Like no. And I liked Unfriended for what it was, but yeah, Dark Web is solid. It really is, and I saw a lot of people shit on that movie when it came out, and I I don't see it. I I dig it. I think it's solid. Uh, I think it's fun. And I'm I'm fascinated about the actual stuff like related to the dark web. Um, unfriended. It's funny when that girl shits her pants. Like it's just like that's so <laughs> it's so bizarre to see in the movie. You know, um, I'm trying to think of some other shitty ones. Um, I, I have oh some. dude, I I have one that I remember seeing and and oh oh I tell you what movie is really fucking good. Okay. I the thought last we were... exorcism. I was going to ask you what you thought of that one. I, I like that one, but the sequel I think sucks. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I don't own the last exorcism, but I own the last exorcism too. I got it at my game exchange place and I never saw it. And I was like, damn man, this, this ain't, this ain't it. I, no. I, I love the first one. That movie like got me. Cause I was like, what the fuck is going on? You know, it was this girl really just schizophrenic. And so they made the, you know, the, I, I thought it was brilliant how they made like all the the simulations of a, of a demonic possession and mm -hmm. shit with the iPads and the speakers under the bed. I was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. Um, but yeah, that movie is great. I love the last exorcism. I, the theater, I was, when I, I remember people were screaming, hollering in the theater for that. Well, yeah, so that really because it, it flipped the the exorcism tropes and and shit on its head, like, and, and that was cool. Um, while at the end of the day, still being like, yeah, this is about a you know fucking demon, Satan, satanic cult and shit. Um, but I, I liked how we got from point A to point B in that movie. But yeah, the second one, man, I so I did really like the first one, so I was interested in the second one. I didn't see it in theaters. I, I if it even went to theaters, I can't remember. But um, I did. I, I streamed it. Uh, a few years ago and i was like this is dog shit like i just it's just yeah not good yeah another one that i don't like it's i saw the movie i know i hated it i guess it is found footage i don't remember it being found footage but i remember i walked out of the theater the devil inside do you remember that movie 
don't even get me started. That movie fucking sucks. I bl- you say like connect the dots, connect the dots, connect. The dots. D- dude, I yeah, and I I blind bought that movie at Walmart for five bucks on DVD years ago. I oh, like I, I just back. blind bought it. I'm looking at the fucker on my shelf right now. Like I, I have it on the bottom shelf with the movies I never watch. Like that's how I organize people do alphabetical shit like that. No, the higher up you are, the more I watch you. The lower you are, I could give two shits. And it's on the bottom shelf. That movie fucking sucks, man. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Um, I know I love this movie. I think you say you're you're just kind of so so. Let me guess, you're a Session Nine fan, but you're not a Lake Mungo fan, am I right? Uh, I do. I, I I I quite like Session Nine, but Christian, I still have not seen Lake Mungo. Please see that. Uh, to me, Lake Mungo is a film that it's it's just like Session Nine. You either love it or you don't. I don't. I want to love Session Nine. I know, but I, you can't I've get behind it. Twice. it. I can't get I, whatever it is. The veil cannot get lifted off of me to to see what people are seeing in it. But Lake Mungo gets into my bones. You have to watch Lake Mungo in a pitch black room by yourself. No phone, no bullshit. I mean, just it gets in my fucking bones how good Lake Mungo is. Uh, that's one of my favorites. Um, also, one of my favorites is Searching, John Cho. That movie was fucking amazing. That's the, the that's the first one, and then mit, or no mit, which one is it? Missing? missing is the one that just came out. Yeah, which I liked. Missing, but yeah. searching I thought was fucking fantastic. Yeah, searching was awesome, and I I remember, and that is one of those movies too. I know you were talking earlier about like you know fuck a hero moment. I I love the end of that movie. I did like the resolution there. That that was because. There are certain movies where I do agree. It's like, I don't need the hero moment. I don't need the, oh, everything's going to be okay. But in a movie like that, it's like, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys if you haven't seen it. But it's like, a lot of the shit that the character goes through is so undeserved that it's really nice to have some resolution and not just leave shit hanging. I Sometimes in movies, I feel like movies need that. And that was a movie that needed that. I mean, it's so it's so easy to get behind John Cho, too. So oh, it's yeah. like... You know what I mean? He's got that likability. Um, but I want to go on record right now and say Jason Blum is a jackass. Next of Kin is better than half of the goddamn movies he's making right now. So he needs to get his head out of his ass because he had a director that had a goddamn opinion on something, whether he liked it or not. Next of Kin is not bad even remotely. So suck on that, Jason Blum. I'm sorry. Because then he, he got pissy. And he's, said shitty stuff about the movie because the director didn't say said something he didn't like. You yeah, know, he we, yeah. Well, he because he was asked about um like uh, there was a I guess a rumor at one point that there was a new Paranormal Activity movie in development, and uh, he was like giving an interview to Variety or something. I think it was during doing press for Halloween. I can't remember. And uh, they were sure like, "Oh, is, it, is that true? You know, is there is there a new one in development?" And he was like, "No. Did you see the last one? It was terrible." So Idiot. yeah. That's ridiculous. Get out of here. Yeah, no, he's kind of becoming a douche. Like, <laughs> I liked, I did like him years ago. I really did. I liked him when he was like, Blumhouse was kind of fresh on the scene and they were willing to give money to pretty much any up and comer. Like, you know, and, and they were, they were pumping out these low budget horror movies that were making a good amount of money. And now he's becoming like, I don't know. It's like his head's too big. Mr. Big and, Shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's another movie I love and it's funny cause the, while I was watching this movie, 
the whole time I was like, this is just ridiculous. But then the ending, it was, it was like an eye opener. Uh, uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I do remember liking that movie. Funny story about that movie. Um, for some reason, I always thought it was going to be an origin story to Jim Carrey's The Mask when I was younger. Don't know why. Just, I guess, by the title. Uh, it's most certainly not. But uh, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. And the guy who plays uh, Leslie Vernon, I forget his name, but he's great in that. And that there's a there's a theory that the 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 old man in The Rise of Leslie Vernon, the, the guy that Neil something, I think, is the actor's name. Uh, let me see, because I want to get this right. Cast. Um, Nathan Basil. Nathan Basel, Nathan Basil plays Leslie Vernon, whatever you want to call it. There is like a, uh, yeah, Scott Wilson is like plays an older serial killer in the movie that that Nathan Basil like get learns from, and in the movie there's a lot of people that think that that's supposed to be the killer Billy from Black Christmas. Oh shit! That's 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 what people say. Um, I don't know if it's true. Of course, it's just fan theories, but you know. Um, but yeah, I love I love. The Rise of Leslie Vernon. There was a movie called The Den that I really like. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, I don't think so. Den was really good. It's about this girl who gets this job, like as like a, she gets this online kind of job, and she does all kinds of work online, and like her computer gets hacked, and the person hacking her computer starts recording on her computer without her knowing it, and there was this crazy moment. Well, I'll, I'll save it. The Den is really good. Uh, Troll Hunter is one of the only times a foreign found footage movie has captivated me. And it's amazing. It's from 2010. There's a Blu-ray for it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on Tubi. And it's actually free on YouTube right now. Uh, it's free on Pluto and Sling and Voodoo and Crackle and Plex. <laughs> they want you to watch Troll Hunter. It is fucking amazing, really. Troll Hunter is uh, like this this hunting group, literally hunting trolls. That these It's like massive Bigfoot monsters. And I was like, I'll try this. This is probably silly. It was insane. Uh, Troll Hunter is really, really fucking good. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, it's funny because I'm looking at this list right now on Google, and there are so many found footage movies I want to see. Uh, there is one called The Lost Footage of Leah Sullivan that looks really great. I haven't seen this. No. Um, but the plot sounds really good. Um, what else do we have? I'm just kind of looking through a giant list. Uh, let's see. Oh, Devil's Do. That's a good one. That's from 2014. Devil's Do is really fucking good. Uh, The Bay. I loved The Bay. I don't know if you've seen that, where the town gets the uh, murky water and it's like the the water is just poisoned. And people that in this small town, they drink, start drinking from. It, they all turn into zombies. Yeah, and the yeah. fish are getting the fish are getting eaten by these like disgusting creatures. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one called Digging Up the Marrow that uh, Adam Green directed. I fucking love Digging Up the Marrow. These are all That's horror, really good. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I don't okay. think that there's any genre besides horror that does found footage. Um. Just trying to see if there's anything big that we haven't brought up yet. I don't think so. I think we hammered all the ones that most people know about. Yeah. 
I think so. Um, there's some I need to still see, like dash cam, and there's one called Amber Alert. I've been dying to see. I've been dying to see it. Uh, it's always been hard to watch because I can't find it. Uh, I can tell you a shitty one. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, it's called the Collingswood story. It's fucking trash. Nothing happens. It's from no, 2002, so it was right after the Blair Witch came out, really. And I, I it's just terrible. I fucking hate it. <laughs> um, Antrim was a movie that like people were all talking about when that came out. I really liked Antrim, but everybody hates that movie. I've I've been told not to watch it. I liked it a lot. It's very no, sick. not. I've been told not to watch it because I guess there's like some kind of like curse or whatever with that movie. Like in the movie, yeah, it's supposed to be a curse. Like if you watch it, you die. Um, yeah. Surprise, I'm still here. Um, I don't know. I think that's going to be about it. We've covered a lot. Uh, Devil's Pass is fucking outstanding. Outstanding. Um, but there's still so much I need to see. Uh, Spree, I haven't seen that. There's a movie called Mockingbird, Area 51. I want to check out. And these are all recent films, 2014, uh, 2015. Um, Dashcam, that was a, a Blumhouse movie. And honestly, I heard a lot of people say it was a steaming, a steaming sack of shit. And I'm looking at some reviews right now, and it's not pretty. Uh, so, <laughs> like yeah. I said, man, found footage goes one way or the other. There's most of the time, most of the time, there are some exceptions, but most of the time there's really no in between. It either works or it really doesn't work. Right. No, man, but I think when it works, it's like, there's nothing like it. So it's one of my favorite subgenres. It's my second favorite, you know? Um, I really can't like I'm telling you, you need to go out of your way to see this. Nobody talks about Mr. Jones. This is a really, really awesome found footage movie. Um, and it's got really good acting in it, quite frankly. Uh, but yeah, this is a great movie. I love Mr. Jones. Nobody talks about that one. It's literally just like this to me. It's, it's like it's this hidden gem, but I constantly bring it up. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard to find people that have seen it, but it's really it's not even it's not it's weird because it's not a low budget thing. It's actually like a nice, a nicely made found footage film. So, I mean, I don't know where it's streaming. Let's see. Maybe I can I see and people can find it. I thought it was on Tubi or Pluto. I think it's on one of the no, two. No, it's on Tubi. It's on both. Yeah. And it's on Amazon Prime, Tubi. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can do that and not even watch commercials. But yeah, check out Mr. Jones. I think it's awesome. I really do. Uh, it's one of the better ones, quite frankly. I was going to watch two of the recommendations you sent me tonight before we started, but because I had to mow my yard, I only got to do one. And I was actually yeah, was deciding good. between... Well, next, time we, next time we film, you can talk about whatever that you saw. You know, We can follow up on it. I'm deciding which one to do, either Troll Hunter or Mr. Jones. Troll Hunter. Troll Hunter's fucking... I'm telling you, dude. The second I started watching, I was like, ugh, foreign language and subtitles. But then I was like, oh my god, this is really, really, really good. So, But they're both good. I mean, I really do like both of them a lot. Those are two, I think, classics. So, Well, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh... That's that's a first for us. We really got in in depth with the uh, found footage subgenre, and I know you know there's probably some people that listened all the way through, or maybe didn't because, like we said, man, found footage is either for you or it's not. And um, 
I'll never, I'll never understand people that's, you know, that don't, that, that, that don't think it has any merit. I, I just, I, I'll never understand that. You know, if it, if it's not for you because you have motion sickness or, or whatever it might be, like, I get that. But like, to poo-poo something because it's found footage, just simply because it's found footage, I feel like it's fucking cornball shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is, man. You know, it's it's very it's it's a highly criticized subgenre, that's for sure. Highly criticized. Um, one other one I want to mention, and this is on Shutter too. I loved it. It was called Deadstream. That was really good. I've been hearing, yeah, I believe people were talking about that last year. Super entertaining. Yeah, it came out last year. Yep. Yeah, I need to get around to that one too. But like, yeah, I mean, it's found footage, man. You never know what you're gonna get. It's like sometimes I'm worried because I'm like, oh god, like please don't suck. Yeah, but um, dude, when, when you watch that one, when you just look for it like that, and you just like like right now, I was just searching as we're talking about it. Like there are four or five of them that I was just like, I've never even heard of that. I can't wait to watch it, dude. Sometimes that's the ones that'll just fuck you, like Hell House. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they don't get a lot of coverage. Not a lot of people know about them. And sometimes there's a reason for that. Sometimes it's because they're pretty fucked up. Like hate crime. Yeah, like hate crime. I'm going to go on the record, guys, and say I am not advocating for that movie. But if you want to watch it, it's on Tubi. But see, I like it when you watch movies like that. Dude, it's fun. Like, I liked, I liked like the Skinnamarink episode. I like doing this kind of stuff where we get to, like, Dude, there's bizarre cinema out there. I mean, truly bizarre cinema. And dude, this shit will round you out. Saying this kind of stuff, I love it. Yeah, you know? don't 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 get started on the Skinnamarink talk. You'll have Jaden in the comments talking <laughs> talking about it. Um, I don't even know. I mean, if you would technically call that found footage, no, because but like it's similar in ways. Uh, yeah, duh, I would movie. just call I would just call it footage. Yeah, that's the movie. <laughs> It's footage. Um, it's getting a Blu-ray too. <laughs> yeah. The I, only way I would get it is if it came with a documentary. I, and I mean a real documentary. Like whoever made it, I want to hear their story. That'd be the only way I would buy it. Yeah. So we just, we know we'd set the camera on the ground and walk away. And then we'd, you know, prop it up and point it at the ceiling and then walk away. And, you know, it was a great shoot. And, uh, It'd be funny if, like, you hear the interviewer like, "So, what was your plan with Skidamarink?" There was no plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's honestly just like my household. Like, you know, I just you know. there is no plan. Yeah. I, oh man, an hour and forty minutes of my life I'll never get back. I oh, was man. genuinely mad watching it as it kept going because I was like, I have to watch this for the podcast, and this fucking blows. It's so boring. Like, oh. Uh, and that was Skinnamarink. Yeah, so uh, thanks for watching this uh, episode. Oh, wait up. Oh, my God, guys. dude. Oh, I'm sorry. The McPherson tapes. How have I not brought this up? Have you seen this? This is like from 80. This is from 89. It's kind of it's kind of like that. It's a found footage movie. Not a lot of people, not a lot of younger people have seen it for sure. But like this was before Blair Witch, everything. And it's an alien invasion found footage movie. I fucking love it. Uh, let me see if the McPherson tapes, because I want you to add this to you. No, list. I'm pretty sure. Oh, God, I know the name. Like, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, the McPherson tapes. And I'm trying to remember if I've seen it. On Pluto, just in case, uh, it's free on Pluto TV. Uh, 
it's it's a movie it's 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 very charming but the acting is really good for found footage too and this was 89 man so this is alien invasion stuff uh really creepy shit is so, it would you consider the legend of boggy creek is that found footage you've seen it right yeah I don't know. That's a. I like that's that a fine one. Line. I like that one. Let me see what Google puts it as when I look it up. Um. It just says horror. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would because it's documentary style. That's why I'm yeah. saying, you know, I guess I would I would throw it into that. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked that out, I mean, do Dude, so. I haven't watched that in a long time. My dad loves this movie too. I stumbled upon that when I was a kid because I was like obsessed with like Bigfoot and Mothman and you Dude, know. Holy shit! There's a sequel, Boggy Creek Two, and the legend continues from I 1985. After receiving a report from the local sheriff of a strange sighting in a region, an Arkansas professor takes three of his students to Texarkana to track the legendary 400-pound Boggy Creek beast. I didn't know there was a part two. Fuck me. Me, me neither. Can you I watch it anywhere? This. It's on Tubi. Oh, hell yeah. It's on Tubi, Pluto, Sling, and Roku. Dude, Tubi is the best. Yeah, and it's like you get, like, what? Three commercial breaks? It, it's whatever. Tubi. Yeah. So there we go. Now I've now I knew something was wrong. I got to talk about the McPherson tapes, guys. This is like a legendary found footage film. Legendary. So now I feel like I've got it all in my system. I kept feeling like I was forgetting something. So damn near know, an amazing damn near 2-hour episode on found footage. Yeah, remember I got to cut out about 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, so no, maybe it, not. It was like 10 maybe. Yeah. Um but yeah, starting at the 36 minute mark you should be entertained. Um, but yeah, no, this, this was fun. And I mean, he's, I, it, he's talking about me, not you people. Yeah. Just, yeah. just FYI. This is because he has to cut out when he's, when he reset his uh, router uh, and I was alone in here. Um, I gave him some content for later uh, to, to watch while he's editing. But um, yeah, no, it was crazy that we had never done this before with found footage, but I, I, thoroughly enjoyed it because like i said when found footage is good it's damn good and, damn and good. yeah and and i think that there's uh there were a lot of movies mentioned tonight that if you guys haven't gotten around to seeing them you really really should myself included there's some that i need to see the ones that we told you are messed up that will deeply affect you they will watch them uh or don't if you don't have the stomach for it um, yeah um <laughs> megan is missing is one that will fuck you up uh yeah yeah that's there that's all is, i guys. got this has been another episode of the unitahara podcast found footage style anything we should have done it found footage like we should have like held our phones and... oh god that have been cute for five minutes yeah <laughs> been like <laughs> we got a fucking like snotted like like how it does <laughs> yeah Oh, God. Um, on that note, guys, thank you for listening. 
please let us know down below some of your favorite found footage movies. Or if you hate the subgenre, tell me why. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> yeah. You know where to find us, and we'll see you guys next time.